This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Just want to acknowledge the presence of Rav Yosef Eisen, Rav Amar Asra, of Rosh Kollel, Nehai Shivais in Brooklyn, who was a very fond of the Zayda, Chana Lebracha, Shosavi Mari. Just the idea of speaking about Zaydi is emotionally overwhelming because of the deep love that I have for Zaydi and the great love that I felt from Zaydi and we all felt from Zaydi and to express it in words it's It's not something that be, could be captured with words when I was a young boy I would often go to Zaydi and Bubi's house for Shabbos and we had learned in Yeshiva there's something called the Tzaddik What's a tzaddik? They didn't quite explain what a tzaddik is and what the ingredients are in making a tzaddik. So I thought, in my youth, Zaydi was a tzaddik. Every Arab Shabbos, as long as his health allowed, he would go to the mikvah on Arab Shabbos. That's before anybody heard of going to the mikvah on Arab Shabbos. And then as Bubi lit the Neiros, Zaydi was already out of the house so we could be Me'asara Rishonim. And then the Friday night, Zmirois, Zaydi and Uncle Tzvi, Zmirois Bislavos. Darizal says that when Rabbi Yisrael Najara composed the Karibain, the Malachi Ashores came down to hear the Karibain, but they were in that house as well during the Zmirois of Friday night. And then Birchas HaMazayin, the likes of which you don't see anywhere else. And then it wasn't over. Then I had to learn with Zaydi. We learned Masechtos together, a number of Masechtos together. But we didn't just daven through it. I had to say each and every word with one finger pointed to the Gemara and one finger pointed to the Rashi. Because if both fingers were not on the place, we might lose a moment here and a moment there. Both fingers had to be on the place. And if you didn't know what a word meant, you couldn't just translate basically what the word meant. That meant we had to consult one of the major dictionaries, one of the shelves of dictionaries, big dictionaries. Zaydi would get up, take out one of the dictionaries until we had the precise translation of the word. And then Zaydi would take out his big Mikroyz Gedoylois. If you look at Zaydi's edition of the old Mikroyz Gedoylois, it's completely beat up until Uncle Tzvi bought Zaydi a new edition of the Mikroyz Gedoylois. And then Kriya Shemal Amita, with a hat on. Halavai, we should daven on Yom Kippur, the way Zaydi said, Kriya Shemal Amita. And then Shabbos morning, who's going to take me to shul? 
Zaidi was already in shul well over an hour before Rabbi David's 8.30 or 8.15 shachras. So, of course, Bubi walked me to shul. Bubi was in shul before any of the men were in shul. Bubi was me'asar rishayinim. Not a guzma, not an exaggeration. And whenever I came to Zaidi's house, there was a different chavrusa sitting there. I see some of them in the audience. This chavrusa, Zaidi said, he learned for 20 years, 30 years, every Sunday morning, Mishnabura for one hour with a chavrusa after the daf hayoyme. I said, Zaidi, how many times did you go through the entire Mishnabura? From Chilak Aleph to Chilak Vav, many, many times. The Ramban al Hatorah. So now as a child, I thought Zaidi was a tzaddik. And then I got older. I went to Mesifta, and I learned in Beis Medrash, and I learned in Koilel, and I learned a little bit more what it means to be a tzaddik. And then I confirmed that indeed, Zaidi is the tzaddik that we're referring to. How many people I met over the years, you know, when I was in a jam, you know how much money your grandfather lent me? People who paid back, people who didn't pay back, people Zaidi never asked for the money back. How much tzedakah Zaidi gave over the years? Zaidi used to tell me, Bubi knows I give a lot of tzedakah, but she doesn't know how much. But how did they live? They lived lechem, lechol, ubeged, lobosh. And they could afford it to live. We would pass by a nice house sometimes on a Shabbos walk, and Zaidi said, I can live in a nicer house. But they chose to live modestly. They chose to live for Olam Haba. But it wasn't just about writing a check. A lot of people, they could write a big check, and then, Pater Zayn, Shalom Alecha Nafshi. Zaidi, in his old age, when he could barely walk straight and he couldn't balance himself, would walk every Rosh Chodesh from shul to shul, and now Lahav the Menchaim Lechaim Uncle Tzvi taking that over to collect money for Aniyar Tzisrael, for Karen Yad Lechaim. Zaidi would always say when he moved on Ellen East 9th, there were eight people in Rabbi Landau Shul. And Zaidi was number nine, and Uncle Tzvi was not even Bar Mitzvah, and the Rav would say, Here, hold the Sefer Torah, and Uncle Tzvi was number 10. And now they have a few more people at their minion. Of the thousands of people that walk into Rabbi Landau Shul per day, I don't think there was one person who made the Aniyim happier than when Murray Vizikni and Mr. Stanley Hirschfang would be wheeled into Rabbi Landau Shul and all of a sudden the Aniyim, after the Kaisal Hamaravi, that's the best spot to collect tzedakah where Zaidi would be Misameach the Aniyim, probably the biggest donation they got per day. And he would give them Divrei Chizuk, but he would do more than that. He would stop and listen to the brachos of every Ani, Ki'ilu, he was paying them for the brachos that they gave to him. Amar Rab Shimon ben Pazi, Amar Rab Yishua ben Levi, Misham Bar Kapara, Today, we have Tamid Chachamim, we have Goinim, we have Tzadikit, we have Lamdonim. 
But there's a madrega which might not be as common, and that's the madrega of being an Adam Kasher. Zaidi was an Adam Kasher. He was modest. He was humble. He cared about people. When Rav Izbi, Zechatak Levracha, was sick, Zaydi was makabal on himself to say Tehillim, and he never stopped saying Tehillim at Saif Yamav. He would help people get jobs. He would see the good in people. Zaydi Zalman innovated the concept that you don't talk by davening. And I have that a little bit in my DNA. And growing up by Rafael David, where you can't even hear a pin drop, or you could hear a pin drop. One time, Zaidi took me on Shabbos to Bar Mitzvah in a different shul, in a shtibel. And it was hot, and it was stuffy, and it was noisy. And I'm thinking, what's Zaidi going to say? This is not uh, the way they died by Rafael David. And Zaidi said, what a warm and friendly environment they have here. Zaidi always saw the good in everyone, in every situation. He always focused on the good, like Rabbi Yoyna says. The story about a Rebbe who was walking with his Talmud and they saw a carcass on the side of the road. And the Talmud said, Kama masrachas Look how putrid this carcass is. And the Rebbe said, no, Kama levanim shineha. Look how white the teeth are. That was Zaidi. Zaidi, you taught us what tefillah was. You would say, Dani, Davin well, the Rebunisham listens to your tefillah. Anybody could say that. But Zaidi said it like he felt it in his bones. He once asked me, we, we were uh, going to davening by Rafael David, davening at 8.30. So I took out the siddur, I took out the chumash, and I went to the shelf to get a gemara. He said, Donnie, why are you taking out a gemara? So I don't know, maybe during Kel Adoin, they're singing a little bit, maybe. He said, no, it's not Derech Eretz. During davening, you talk to Rebun Islam. Who has such a musag of Derech Eretz, of of recognizing the reality of talking to of the impropriety of distracting oneself during the Shasa Tefillah. During every important milestone in our life, Zaidi bought us the Sfarim that we needed for that time. So when it came time to start davening, Zaidi bought us the Machzoyrim. And he inscribed it with what tefillah is and who wrote the machzorim and the history of the machzah and how we should daven. Daniel called to Hashem carefully and often. He awaits our tefillahs so he could answer us. I brought the Mishnah Brura. They wrote an entire tome about the history of the Chafetz Chaim and why his halachas were accepted and the importance of knowing halacha. You loved me so much. Every step of my life, 
You would call me, how are you doing? When I was learning in Kailo, with a growing family, to continue to learn was very difficult. Nobody asked you, nobody told you. You made it possible for me to learn all the years. Nobody knew. And when I started giving shirim and I need a computer software, you bought me the software. Every shir I give, shalchahum, it's all yours. In the Sefer called Kisvei Chafetz Chaim, he brings that he heard from his father many times, Shamati Pa'amim Sha'amar B'Shem Hagra Mivilna. I heard my father, the Chafetz Chaim, say many times in the name of the Gra, Iwulei Yisurim B'zeh Ha'olam Loi Matsanu Yadeinu V'ragleinu B'olam Haba. Without Yisurim, we don't have our place in the world to come. Zayda, you had so many Yisurim. One Indian, one Farshid and a health Indian after another. And now you're going to have such a lichtiga ganeden. But every time we th- people thought you were down and out, no matter what the situation, no matter how bleak you picked yourself up, you got out of the hospital, you came back to Rabbi David Shul, and they wheeled you in, and you gave everyone that greeting the Savior upon him, Yafais. It doesn't matter what it was. It doesn't matter how impossible the situation. You came back again and again and again. Tchias hamesim. Iwule yisurim b'seh ha'olam lo'imatsanu yadeinu v'ragleinu ba'olam haba. But there's one important nekuda. Because nobody would know that you lived with yisurim. You didn't just live with Yisurim. You weren't just Mechabah the Yisurim. You lived Besimcha. You enjoyed life. You enjoyed every meal that Bubi made for you. You enjoyed us. You enjoyed your family. You were so proud of Uncle Tzvi. You were so proud of Mommy. When I was a young boy, Zadie took me for a walk every Shabbos afternoon. And he would tell me, the names of every tree and every flower. He enjoyed the world of the Rebbeinu Shalom. So you didn't just live with Yisurim, you lived B'Simcha for 90 years. Tzadik, Emunasa Yechia. Maybe a Melet Yosher for all of us, for Bubi, for Uncle Tzvi, Mishpachtai, for Mami, for all of your grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And the kavod that Uncle Tzvi and that mommy gave to you, as the Rav mentioned, nothing more needs to be said. You would say there's nothing like it, and there really was never anything like it. There's a chus of the kibbutz of aim of Uncle Tzvi and mommy. There's a chus for all of Klal Yisrael. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.